0: Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit
1: show. Featuring Justin Currie at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now,
0: pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will.
1: Are we on? Are we back on? Really? Oh my
0: god, never are fucking professional, man.
1: We live in, uh, there's this age of privacy thing. And if you record something, there's like 5,000 notifications that come up. So you guys start the recording, and I have to click off like 14 windows in my window. Such an
0: old man. You're right, I am.
1: (laughs) Well, welcome, ladies and vajankles, back to uh, Swiggin' Ramble.
2: (laughs) No, no, we're recording that.
0: Ah, oh, sweet christmas you oh, didn't God.
2: think i was
1: gonna let that slide google it people no. you'll be
2: yeah, you'll don't be google amazed. that never,
1: no, never google it. anything yes. on this show don't Full do mental
2: it health. never google it is, anything
1: you hear on the show it is awesome that's all i have to say awesome. well i am here awesome. with imperator furiosa mindy i am here with wonder woman julia and that's... i am here with lex luther with a curly wig justin <laughs> And I'm just Deadpool, you know, I'm the smartest and the funniest of the bunch, and I'm just trying to get to the other side of the day. Um, This is another episode of Swig and Ramble, as the introduction told us, and today, man, we have a lot to delve into, so Julia, segue us into the next topic.
0: Well, we're talking about Sours mash and what's in our glass, Uh, and you know what, I'm just I kind of based my soured mash on what I'm drinking, um, which is called Jim Jim. It's a Shiraz from Oz. Shout out to all our Aussie mates, what? And it's, it's about a dog. It, this wine is named after a dog. And so then it made me start of thinking, what soured my mash today? <sighs> Having to leave my partner and his dog and i have to go and be a responsible adult human when maybe i just want to hang out with my lads and pet the pup and you know just not have adult responsibilities <laughs> no, that's is that, what code? that
1: was is that code julia
0: <laughs> no no it literally means i wished i had a time that i could just hang out with the boys and so did
1: you did you pet the pup today julia
0: Now, that sounds like a euphemism, and uh, I'm not going to answer yay or nay on that front. But I did pet Bud Bud, and this wine is named Jim Jim. So here we go. A little Australian Shiraz. Honestly, it's it's fine. It's basic. It's quaffable. It's nothing crazy standout. It's not expensive. But it'll get the job done. So cheers. Mark, what the fuck are you drinking, son? Can I ask a question? I don't know, can you? Is
1: it Shiraz
2: or is it Shiraz? Literally, no one cares.
0: Yeah, we're not going to get into that. We have way too much to actually talk about because this is going to be a great couple of fucking episodes. We're going to dive. Oh, we got we got some shit to say, ramblers.
1: Okay, this is going to be a very charged moment in the show. I am drinking Blanton's. Oh my this, God! This is the worst bourbon on the planet. This Garbage is thinner than the air at the top of Pikes Peak. It is basic, straightforward bourbon. It has a terrible mouthfeel. I mean, I guess it's okay bourbon. It comes in a funny bottle. but Does
0: it taste bourbon-y?
1: It does. It's, it, that's all it tastes like. It tastes like bourbon. I'm like, there's bottles a third of the price that taste better than this, have a better mouthfeel. Have a better color now. I know why people like this because it's preschool juice. It sucks.
0: <laughs> Mark, I gotta say, I actually thought of you the first time I had Blantons because I had a very similar reaction. I thought this this this
1: is it. It 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 like, smells yeah. Sick. This it, is this is the hype that everybody builds up. It's bourbon. It
0: smells bourbony. That hey, I line. thought of you because that's your description. <laughs> it's very apropos.
1: People lose their shit over this stuff, and it's like.
2: Okay, I, I have to know, Mark, are you are you being serious right now? You you I'm, hate plantains? I, I am
1: well look, hate is a strong word. I'm just disappointed.
2: Like, okay, it, so I wasn't sure if this was a real tasting note or if this was a shtick. No, no, no. Or... This is
1: this is true. I'm not I'm not shticking. I, I know I do that a lot. I am disappointed. I expected something completely different from this, from the buildup. up And I am just I'm flabbergasted that people do crazy shit to get this like people do insane stuff to get this and it's i don't know it's kind of like robbing a bank and getting a roll of quarters it just doesn't it just doesn't add up anyways that is a whole that that could be the sours my mash but that's what's in my glass i'm disappointed it's bourbony whatever fuck you guys um what sours my mash is dancing i am tired of seeing dancing on every fucking tv show Every fucking TV commercial. If you people come to my house and you guys start start dancing around like a bunch of fucking maniacs, I'm kicking you all out. Okay. Hey, so what
0: kind of dancing are we talking about? Um, also, talking what do you have against happiness and joy in life?
1: I have nothing against happiness and joy, but if you're you going to sure be a fucking know? idiot and if you're going to dance around like a crazy person, I don't want to have anything to do with it. This is this is the footloose town where dance dancing is banned. Go to the next fucking town and dance. As far as I'm concerned.
0: Okay, hey, Ramblers, listen up, take a shot, because I'm going to say, fuck off, Mark. <laughs> fuck
1: right the fuck off. You, you can say that all you want, just don't say it while you're dancing.
0: I'm going to take a video of me dancing and saying, fuck off, Mark.
1: I, I want you to upload that, please. Yeah,
0: i waiting on that one. The Ramblers,
1: <laughs> want, the Ramblers want you to upload that, and please be drinking <laughs> shitty Blanton's bourbon while you're doing
0: it. I mean, if I can find Blanton's exactly we're
2: gonna we're gonna apologize to all of our audience we have a huge audience in elmore oklahoma which is where footloose is based on <laughs> uh <laughs> great sounds like gonna, a great town i need to move. we're gonna, we're of gonna apologize fucking, to all of those none of this
1: dancing ridiculousness just I, stop. I
2: have to agree with mark on this one i stop fucking dancing i don't i understand you just got rid of your psoriatic arthritis don't fucking care
1: Her, <laughs> um, herpes medication we're dancing what i'm
2: saying yeah don't please congratulations you can control anyone... your hiv do not need to dance on the roof
0: but but you could dance because dancing is awesome and also has anyone else seen the xena episode that's totally based on footloose
2: yes it is
1: Hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh my god mindy you need do to want,
1: watch it because you want <laughs> to know you want to know what triggered me it's that potato chip commercial where they're in there and People's arms get all crazy extended and they're trying to dip their chips and they're dancing around and doing all of this crazy stuff. That's I don't watch commercials.
2: I'm not familiar with what you're talking about.
1: It's unavoidable because it's on every 30 seconds.
2: I don't, I don't watch TV.
0: If you watch TV.
2: I don't, I don't watch the television. Does anybody watch television because it's all fucking commercials? It really is. I, frankly, I've been waiting for decades for a commercial channel. Just put all the commercials there.
1: <laughs> Just turn on YouTube. That's a commercials channel.
2: That is you're right, not wrong. Basically,
3: basically. Mindy, oh, what you got? I have got some Ardbeg. Just basic tenure. Oh,
1: I have. Can we cut her off? I'm. I don't want to hear about Ardbeck. Ardbeck.
3: Well, I have some finest stuff going on. So it's like the only thing I can. Take.
1: Ardbeg is shit.
3: Yay Ardbeg. Uh, Wait, hey.
2: Well, oh, hey. Low down. It's one thing to bash Blanton's, but to I will. I will hear no more I, insinuations of I'm just. Of I'm just messing
1: with you. I, I Ard, yeah. That is a shtick.
3: Y'all are terrible. But my, sour is my mash tonight. Um, people sort of randomly inviting themselves to your house. No. Nope. Um, That's awkward. What? Yeah, what? no. Who <laughs> yes. does that?
2: Dancers. Lots
3: Extroverts. of people. Dancers, no. <laughs> Extroverts do that. My mother-in-law will text me. She's like five minutes down the road, which it, it, whatever, fine. Right. But we have a couple of friends here in town. And I swear to God, they think they live in my house. And they'll, my husband will be like oh you know like so-and-so's on the way over and it's like uh my house is a disaster i'm in pajamas i haven't washed my hair today and i guess whatever i today? i'm over it you have your own house text me give me a warning ask if you can come over ask if we want to have dinner don't just come knock on my front door unannounced
1: that sounds like a husband problem that doesn't sound like a
3: I'm sorry, not sorry, disagree. Mindy's husband. I'm just not going to disagree. Just That's... making,
1: just pointing out a
3: thing here. Justin, get us, get me out of here.
2: All
1: right. Before I'm Justin cool. gets started, let's put some ground rules in place, okay?
3: Because no before one's
0: going to listen to them, especially be, you, Mark.
1: Before you go all fucking Bill Maher on us, let's just let's just stick to some simple things here.
0: You're going to actually say you're what we're say saying? Right. I, I just, I, what the I'm just, fuck, man? I'm, I'm this is just, a podcast. People I'm can't just, see your dramatic pause face, okay?
1: I will not hesitate to throw a penalty flag on your Sours Your Mash.
2: <laughs> That's nice. because That's it. The only one who can throw a penalty flag is is Mendy. <laughs> so you're welcome to. So... Before I get into my sours my mash, which is going to be so much worse now because Mark said some shit, um, <laughs> is I need help choosing my Mexican meal. What should I get? Should I get a wet burrito or something else?
1: Wet burrito. Um, wait, all wait, the wait. way. Wet the burrito fuck all the wet way.
2: Burrito? What the it's a fuck? burrito with all the sauce on top. Okay, just, so
3: a, Justin, I mean, just a burrito means can you a can you mu- can you
1: mute both of those please let's let's just have a real discussion this about like this I
3: guess Julia I don't I mean this is
2: keep in mind this is like
1: there's there's no doubt in my mind that there is no real Mexican food on the East Coast, so we can just mute Julia 100%. and I am shocked I all and, around the world and son. my my feelings are hurt that the other person, Mendolo over here. Lives in New Mexico and doesn't know what a wet burrito is.
2: Okay, they call it a smothered burrito here. That's not a fucking thing. That's smothered. You want smothered, you go to Waffle House. It, it, is, a, it right? is a
1: very short leap of faith to <laughs> equate that a is... wet burrito to
2: being smothered in wet sauce. That is not okay. I'm going to put the sauce on the side. No, I'm joking. So anyway. I so want a burrito. My sourdough mash. Uh, honestly, um. A lot of things have been bothering me lately. Just listening to people talk has been just so—it's draining. What's in your glass? But uh, you forgot that part. I haven't. Oh, you want me to start with my what's in my glass? I am drinking Gunfighter Rum Finished Rye. It's from our friends over at Golden Moon Distillery. Fifty percent ABV. It's fantastic. I get the rum. Uh, It's very Caribbean-esque. It's just a really nice, really nice nose, butterscotch, baked bananas, sort of like a Bananas Foster type of thing. On the the palate, cedar, cedar drawer. Just this really nice kind of mushroom, dirt floor type of thing going on. Really nice. The finish, clean, it's crisp. Whiskey with rum
1: finish is going to be huge in the next three years.
2: Rum finish is 100%, yeah.
1: I mean, bigger than it is. It's going to accelerate.
2: Oh, Oh, all the finishes are going to accelerate. But anyway. I'm talking about rum,
1: though.
2: Yeah. So anyway, what actually sours my mash is companies coming out and saying, we have to raise prices. And then raising prices but not actually giving that money to employees. McDonald's, as an example, had a 2% increase in cost over the past year. They raised menu prices by 6%. Their overall profit margin went up, I'm sorry, not profit margin, their overall profit percentage went up 59%. Um, CEO pay went up. Everybody got paid more who was at the top. None yeah. of that trickled into employees' pockets.
0: Oh, my God. It's almost like trickle-down economics don't work?
2: That's not a thing. So anytime you hear anyone using the buzzword inflation, it's bullshit. But I do. I definitely want to kind of jump. I think we should jump into this as a topic. I'm throwing a
1: penalty flag here because you use the I word again.
2: You're fine. It's like the
1: uh, 14th episode in a row that you've tried to... Don't you understand you this entire this season into... is
2: going to be inflation? The, the Everyone who listens to this season is going to be an inflation expert by the end. They're going to have a fucking NBA. You're welcome, America and Australia. All right. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about tonight, people?
0: <laughs> oh, God, I've, I'm almost intimidated to go off of that. However, I think it does do a good segue into the main topic, which. Oh, Jesus, surcharges. In the service industry is, I guess, the overall idea of what we're gonna be discussing. But yikes, kids, if you if you are listening to what's happening, if you're digging down and seeing what's going on, I'm I'm sure a lot of you are actually in the industry and so you have firsthand knowledge, or at least you have friends who are servers who work in some capacity. What the fuck is happening? So, we're going to be talking about some articles, at different companies that are completely, completely changing their policies out of the blue. And basically, who's the one that's getting fucked, but not in the good way? The workers. <laughs> the hard working, good folk on the ground, on the front lines that are just. Getting decimated by these
3: mm, dumbass
0: hear- crazy policies that are just so fucked, and all about corporations trying to make money and fuck the little guy. So we're going to talk about that,
2: or to hear Mark say it: the takers.
0: Oh, the takers.
2: One
1: hundred percent. The one of the major culprits here is hypercapitalism, and that that we have. Just fallen into this realm where everything is a move to create profits. And you're absolutely right. People are being paid too much money way at the top. And there is an expectation that margin comes from letting people go who make high salaries and hiring people who don't make as high of a salary. And it's, it's everybody knows this, everybody understands this, but it's, it's like the worst kept in the world, but nobody does anything about it. And it, it just has this compounding effect because we have these corporations that have a desire to want to make all of this crazy money and they harm their workers. But when you talk about small and mid-sized businesses out there, they're also being squeezed as well because they have healthcare costs. They have to pay supply costs. And somewhere in the chain, there's a bigger and bigger company that's just squeezing everybody to do this right you know this this is the this is the warping of shareholder capitalism into some strange vestige that we just don't understand anyways um no i'm not going to say it it's not inflation is hey
2: technically he did say it just you, saying.
0: you just said it <laughs> so um
2: all right well honestly i so this is a subject that's very near and dear to most of our hearts because a lot of us come from the service industry um, I've had a 20-year background in the service industry. I know Julia um, a very long time. She's she's young, but she's not, been not around. Not
0: even 20 years old, but... <laughs>
2: she's been around for a long time in the service industry. Mindy as well. Mark, I frankly, I know you have some horror stories from back in the day, and I say back in the day. Um, really back.
0: times. We'll, getting,
2: we'll be getting to his horror stories and other things. I, I, I have a feeling like we should maybe do something else above our swig and ramble, but that's something we need to talk hey, about. Let's stay
1: focused days. on this. I think there, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff here.
2: Yeah, there's some good stuff. Um, so anyway, uh, people have been posting kind of crazy shit about people blowing up. Basically, tip Karens just kind of losing their shit. Uh, wine bar customer writes expletive on $300 check to protest $6 service charge. This was a oh. Washington Post uh, headline. Uh, who wants to unpack this because this shit's ridiculous
0: it makes me a bit too angry I'm not sure I can approach it until someone else has has laid the groundwork because I'm about to go the fuck off <laughs>
3: go ahead Mark
1: <laughs> I think that there's a couple of things at play here first of all there is at the center of all of this is the customer experience and, and the script has been flipped and there is this absolute belief that the customer is always right now customers believe this so this isn't a this isn't a customer service philosophy this is a this is a consumer philosophy i am right under all circumstances For, and i'll give you an example and it's not quite related but but it illustrates my point very well someone taking a dead christmas tree and returning it to costco and getting their money back this is essentially the microcosm of what Society had, yes, it's absolutely true. It happened. Not a um, thing.
0: As, as we all, all, so none of you ramblers can see us, uh, Justin should totally take a screenshot. When Mark said that, all three of us looked really confused. This is it you, what?
1: You've never heard that story? No. No. It's absolutely tr- Look it up, Google it. I've it, never heard out. this story because it's, it's not a thing. It's totally out there.
0: People are assholes.
1: Me, and go, and, and, that, and that's exactly my point. I think that that's a primary driver of this is everybody feels that it's okay and that they have artistic license to just be an asshole about stuff. And that's part of it. I think the other side of this is, and I think we're going to get into this, when you have to raise prices because how costs are, what do you do? Is that, is that a, in some cases of the things that we see, is it a temporary service charge that's added and that's called out on your bill? And- why would you do that? Or do you just raise prices across the board? I understand that shit's more expensive and it's harder to get and it costs more and it costs more to do business. So what do you do during the pandemic? Do you tack on an extra five bucks because health insurance is more expensive than it has been. And then when the pandemic's over, it goes away. Or do you raise your prices by 20% and it stays that way? That's my take.
2: I, I mean, yeah, I understand your, your take, um, I understand your, your premise. That's what the but... fucking
1: air quotes. It's my take.
2: Okay. Um, I, I did, by the way, I pulled up this fortune article. It's in 2018 Woman returns dead Christmas tree to Costco on January 4th. Oh, I'll accept your apology. Yeah. All, she should have been strapped to the tree and, and immolated. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree. Oh she should the have the been burned with a dead
1: tree in the parking lot. I Sorry. agree.
2: No fucking way. I get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um, but to your point, I. Here's the thing, if a small business says, hey, we have to raise prices, 100% I'm gonna pay the extra, 100% of the time. Hey, three, it was $3 for guacamole last week, listen, we're, we're struggling, it's 425, it's fine. When a company like McDonald's, who legitimately has more money than the GDP of most nations on this planet, raises prices just to pad their bottom line. And again, I'm not going to get into what, uh, we're not going to get into an economics lesson this time, but stay tuned that that's coming when, when, maybe one day when Mark's not here. Um, (laughs) But when a company like McDonald's does it, when a company like Starbucks does it, when a company like every other large corporation, and by the way, these are corporations who also got huge PPP loans that they didn't have to pay back during the pandemic during the the early days so they raised prices they screwed their employees in many cases raised prices and still had to lay off not had to but laid off tons of tons of staff and they're they're working on these skeleton crews uh and people are burnt out people are tired people are hating their jobs and people are wondering why we can't hire good people
1: this is precisely why this is happening that and it's being portrayed that oh, people don't want to work because they're on assistance or people, you know, they're, they're tired and they're upset and, and they just don't want to go back to work. That's not true. They want to go and they want to make a wage that helps them a little more than, you know, being paid a pittance for, you know, this, this never-ending black hole of wanting to cut costs.
2: So I, I want to get back to this. I want to unpack this article real quick. One yeah. bar customer writes, expletive on $300 check to protest $6 service charge. I, we're not going to get into an article bitch fest, but the first line of this article is this torturous bent steel. I don't even know what he's talking about and why he would write this. But anyway, um, apparently this customer <laughs> uh, in a DC wine, something, uh, Went and it's a champagne and caviar themed wine bar. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: also, let me chime in here. If you're going to a champagne and caviar themed wine bar, you're expecting to have a decently sized bill. Champagne and caviar are not inexpensive items. Just frankly, that
2: out. frankly, I enjoyed going to champagne and caviar themed bars when I was growing up in inner city fucking Memphis, Tennessee. These fucking no, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, so a customer objected to his bill um, about three hundred dollars for some caviar, two entrees, and a few glasses of wine. Honestly, that's not bad. Um, it also included a twenty percent service charge and an additional two percent health and wellness surcharge to cover health insurance for Aperos at the the place is called Aperos. Um, customer confronted the sommelier, um, who explained uh, this was a, a premium. They removed the service charge after this. Unmitigated nozzle of douche decided no. to complain about an extra six bucks. If you're six spending, oh, if you're man. spending three hundred dollars on champagne and caviar, number one, you've got your head up your ass. Number two, take your head out of your ass and don't complain about an extra six dollars.
1: Can I ask a question?
2: Yes. What do you
1: think the percentage chance is that the person who did this has their health care paid in part by an employer?
2: 100%. Yeah.
1: Oh, so what's, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. That's what I can't figure out about this article is why the fuck is this person pissed off? Because they are somehow involved with healthcare that is subsidized by an employer. Why is it so offensive that it's at this? I'm
3: going to play devil's advocate on this one, though.
1: Nope. Yep. Go
3: ahead. Yep. I am. My. I'm not defending the customer. What he did was just completely uncalled for. He's I a think dick. it was
1: a she. Was it know. you? Was it you?
3: Per, no. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, she lives in customer, Washington. Right? The customer was a dick. So my issue with it is, and I know some of y'all live in areas where surcharges are a thing. They don't exist anywhere I've ever lived. So if I went into a restaurant and I was expecting a $300, you know, tab, I, I tipped 20, 25%. Right. But if I get a $300 bill, there's an extra 20% surcharge on there for service. What does that cover? I have no clue. And another 2% for health and wellness. That's an extra 22% on top of my 20 to 25% tip. My bills increased by 50% y'all. So I can see why the customer got upset. What they did was, like I said, completely unnecessary. But if I'm expecting you know, a $400 tab and it comes up to $500, like there's a problem. Except, Why is that? Except the thing is, they're not upset
0: about the surcharges themselves. They were completely fine about the 20% service surcharge. It was the, it's was somehow something about the 2% quote unquote health and wellness surcharge that pissed them right the fuck off. A whopping $6.00 and it the article does explain because there was a lot of back and forth there was a lot of vitriol the wine bar owner received because a lot of people who heard about this were saying well, why didn't you just make it 22% or why did you have to call it out but if you actually read the article it was really interesting how she wanted she specifically chose this this action to raise awareness, saying, I am giving my employees health insurance. I want people to know that because it is a rare occurrence in this industry. So, Mindy, have to, I love you, you know that. No, have I to, know. It's, Here, hard because here's... it's. it wasn't just about the surcharges. It so wasn't, the... oh, a surprise 22% in surcharges. It was... Yeah, what the fuck? What is this six, seven dollar surcharge for health and wellness, quote unquote, that covers health insurance? Mark's
3: raising his hand.
1: Yeah, so I'm raising my hand and I'm being a good student. The crux of the issue, and what hasn't been said at this point, is the customer muttered something about fucking socialism. Yeah.
3: We all agree the customer was a complete. no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. You're missing you're missing what my point is. Sure, the customer was an asshole, but the customer is equating something that they benefit from employer paid healthcare that is not good enough for someone else somehow this is fucking socialism if it's somehow prescribed into something that it is that you do this is the nonsense that drives me insane that we see in a lot of places quite frankly we could I think we talked about this in a prior episode but it's like My speech is freer than yours or my speech is more correct than yours. So you can't say yours or something to that effect. Well, this is the same thing. Well, Mm -hmm. my healthcare gets paid by my, by my company and I'm okay with that. And I can buy $300 worth of champagne and caviar, but fuck you. If you tack on $10 onto my bill, like what
3: I can, I can appreciate the way she wanted to be upfront and blunt and, you know, crystal clear. This is where the money's going
2: to but okay so so to your point you have to be because if somebody put tax on an extra 2% that they don't explain they're fucked
0: oh that's a, why that's people, people, people lose do their that shit. all the time
3: and it's you're, shit
0: and people like us call do, them out for it. where's the money going? Don't.
3: but well but going back to your inflation thing why not just raise your prices to cover it instead of having to deal with customers confronting you? Because that's part of the article. She gets confronted about this sure. nightly. So if it's that big of a problem, why not just raise a glass of a co- raise the
2: cost a little bit and just that's a very good question? It. And I'll explain to you why. It takes hmm, about five minutes to in your POS system to add a surcharge. It takes thousands of dollars to reprint menus with new prices. So Point. I, I mean, that's, that's the basic end of it. I mean, we used to, I remember in culinary school, we actually had a menu designing class. I love that class. Um, but people perceive the way people perceive things is so fucking off these days. They will see an extra surcharge and think I'm even against surcharges when it comes to certain things. We'll talk about this here in a minute, but I just on earlier when we were chatting before this episode, I was sharing my screen and doing a Grubhub order, a $10 product went to double, $21, because of the various fees and surcharges. Again, I wanna be clear, these surcharges are not going to the employees. They're not going to help pay for employee cost. They're going to large, generally app-based businesses. Okay, so I want to get into delivery fees and all the other shit here in a moment, but th- there's really no way to do this except for telling people, hey guys, we're a small business. We're going to tack on 2% to your bill and it's going to help cover the cost for our employees' health insurance. Right. And and, and and people have to learn to deal with that because if you don't, if you think that's socialism, get the fuck out of this country. If you spent $300 buying champagne was probably kava champagne and caviar because you couldn't afford because i guarantee you real champagne and real caviar would have been a hell of a lot more than 300 and and entrees by the way
0: more than 300 so this douche
2: nozzle uh cheapens out on a date i'm sure he was just the worst date ever it's probably a over 50 our time.com date or whatever (laughs) infinite little motherfucker this guy is uh no, it's, you don't write an expletive. Here's my other issue. You stop taking it out on the fucking service people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stop taking yes. it out on the waiters yes. and waitresses and servers. Stop taking it out on the hostess. Call over a manager calmly and say, "Hey, this is my issue. I don't understand what this is. I'd rather not pay it. Most of the time they'll take care of it. But if you get to that point where you're just like, oh, this is fucking socialism and I'm not paying, then get the fuck out, man. You're, you're an asshat. Sorry, yeah. Julia, what are you? Okay,
0: got? no, that's that's a point I exactly want to raise because Mindy, you asked exactly what I'm sure hundreds or thousands of other people were asking her, which it discusses towards the end of the article. Why not just raise her prices and not tell the customers what they were paying for? It's a cost of business, right? And the owner says, and I'm quoting here from the article. That would be so disingenuous. It's not something we're required to do, but the industry should provide health benefits. I've been doing this for 27 years and I was never offered health benefits. I want to offer a living wage with benefits to all my employees and I want customers to know what I'm doing. If they object, I'll take that 2% off the bill. And I have to note, she, well, the the sommelier who was confronted, they took the 2% of the whole whopping less than $10 off the bill. She just, she's making a point. She's taking a stand and being transparent about where these actual costs are going, which as we've kind of discussed, no one really does. It just well, charges,
3: service increases. She, she put the 2% on there for health and wellness, but what about the other 20% for service? Uh, many, many, 20% restaurants service
2: M- many restaurants do that. Many restaurants had a service charge if it's over X amount of money or over X amount of people. It's an automatic service charge. It's to protect against the very douche nozzles because this asshole wrote fuck you on the receipt and zeroed out the tip, which yeah. means-
3: So is that service charge going to the waiter in this instance or in theory?
2: In theory, yeah, it should. It sounds like at this type of place, yes, because this person seems in seems genuine and actually wants to make sure that her people get- they very well don't get tips. They, it's possible that they didn't get tips and they just got a living wage, and that twenty percent goes into that pot. I remember splitting tips when I was um, when I was coming up. I was a host at a um, at a golf club for a very short time. and um, the servers had to tip us out at the end of the night and they would tip the bartenders out and everybody. So everybody's got their handout, not handout. That's a really bad way of saying it. but everyone everyone thinks that servers, you know, if they make three hundred dollars a night, they're getting all that. No, they're not. The restaurant will take some generally. Sometimes they're tipping on everybody else percentage point, you know, hey, you made this killer cocktail or whatever. Or sometimes people will write on the receipt, hey, you know, make sure you kick back some to the bartender or, or whatever. Um, so no, I I like this. Add at $300. It's six bucks. So I have a question. No one should deny paying that six bucks. End of story.
1: So I have a question on all of this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: why is the restaurant industry the only industry where this happens like it isn't for the most part if you go to work in other industries that there's a portal to healthcare or there's some provided healthcare? why is i feel like the restaurant industry or the service industry for for this type of business is why is it stuck in the dark ages or do i just not understand
2: I, I feel like that's a conversation for another day. right okay. Yeah. I definitely want to unpack that because
3: we didn't need to, hear. yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I agree with you. There are because I come from a service background, and a lot of us do on this on this um podcast, and a lot of our listeners do. I never had I only have health insurance because of my wife. <laughs> I'm on her health insurance
1: well <laughs> Don't even I talk mean talk to me about health insurance I've yeah. I've had a 20-year career in the service business the, no. in, in professional services not in the not in the food service
2: business. That, and that's a different thing like when you but
1: but by comparison I have health coverage I have health coverage that's paid for by my employer I, I feel that that is normal and customary and I oh, guess that's not.
2: It's definitely well, not right. Most of this country of my... does not have health insurance through their employer. Most of the country, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Most of the country's eighty percent that are making less than X do not have health insurance paid for by their paid for by their uh, employer. So yeah. you're right. Different different topic for a different show. Yeah,
3: yeah. I
0: want to jump on to the tipping. <laughs> So, we've been talking about this and this segues brilliantly into.
2: Oh, I have a concern before you jump into this. Did you call it EMP earlier? Yeah, is that a thing?
3: Yeah,
0: okay. it's 11 Madison Park EMP.
2: Did not, I didn't realize it was all I'm not a hit person, I did not realize that was a thing.
0: Well, you are know, from the East Coast. Well, I mean, technically, I'm not from the East Coast, but I've lived here a long time. Yeah. Does EMP
1: have wet burritos?
3: No.
0: They <laughs> we don't talk do to me about wet burritos, oh. Mark.
3: So
2: Mark's gonna okay. love this shit.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So we all know that tipping is really kind of a standard of America. The whole service industry is based on tipping in America, and it's not in the rest of the world. Let me make that delineation. It is not in the rest of the world. Most of the rest of the world does not have a tipping culture as just a foreign concept to them. So I was always really excited and enthused by companies here in the States that didn't have a tipping culture. They paid their employees a fucking living wage and didn't require or even they refused to have their customers tip. Eleven Madison Park in New York City was one such company. And yet, ho, oh, and yet, dear Ramblers, they have done a, a 180. They just completely flipped their shit and decided to change their entire stance on the matter. And yet, they didn't change any of their prices. So basically, they were never. Or at least for a very long amount of time, they didn't allow tipping. They they paid their employees X Y Z whatever, and it's it's a higher end place. You're gonna pay three hundred plus dollars per person minimum, um, depending on what you get. But now they have included a a, a uh, what, what was what was the phrase. Something about a,
1: it's a mandatory gratuity policy.
0: Yeah, a mandatory gratuity, or yeah, um, of of about twenty percent. So, so they've really it boils down to they brought back the tipping policy, but they haven't changed their prices for the customer. So what? I, Any, anyone else want to weigh in on this? What?
2: I, I'm I'm going to. I want to pull up the menu. Because I want to point out, and this is not a dig at Julia. This is not a dig at anyone out there. But a tasting menu at EMP is... if I can pull this shit back up. Damn it. I seem to have lost it. Here we go. A tasting menu costs $432. A tasting with pairings is $657. Tasting with reserve pairings, $863. My concern is this. If I'm not mistaken, this restaurant has gone vegan?
3: Yes. Yay, vegan! Yes.
0: But also,
2: are they plants
0: aren't that expensive.
2: Are they what are they doing that the plants are still that expensive? This is what I want to know. If I can grow it in my backyard. And can you, it... Can you? Yes, I can if I can grow it in my backyard and I can prepare it in my kitchen, there is nothing that you can add to that experience that is going to make some squash, a mushroom, and some smoke that was prepared inside of a globe worth $863. This isn't, I understand this is a tipping service industry show, but for fuck's sake, you people are the worst.
1: We're not talking about chilies. Chili's. We're talking about something that is potentially regarded as one of the, not A, one of the top restaurants in the world. So I guess the question for me is, is if you can actually afford, and if you actually have the means to get a table at this place to where they'll actually entertain the, the idea that you're okay to actually come in the door and sit down, because I think even if I had the money, they probably wouldn't let me come and eat there. But that's a different story. um
2: Hold on, I just want to read. Are there. these are these people?
1: Go, go ahead.
2: One thing second, I'm sorry. So the the $335 per person. It's a seasonal plant based tasting menu consisting of eight to ten courses. I had a salad today for lunch that cost me five dollars and sixty seven cents. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead. I can't. My blood pressure is out of fucking. I can't <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. He's about to explode. I am no, literally like, about the
1: fucking. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you have the means and the ability to eat at a restaurant in this place to where you're spending three or $400 a person. And an extra. Well, first of all, they have to tack on a tip that is mandatory 20%. What kind of asshole spends this kind of money at a restaurant? doesn't properly tip number two who's losing their shit over tacking on an extra 20 percent to make sure that you know they get that slice of the pie the the
3: issue the issue is though previously they had a no tipping policy now they've brought it back the article specifically is calling it a stealth hike i've never heard that term before but they're yeah, leaving the prices the same and they're adding extra
1: percentage on. If there were no extenuating circumstances, I could see people looking at this and being like, well, what the fuck, right? You know, you you just tacked on a, a 20% profit on top of everything. Literally every person on the face of this planet is facing a difficult time for one reason or another due to the massive stupidity that's occurring. So why are people taking such a critical negative eye to this to say, you know what, I understand why they're doing this. And, you know, we talked about this as we were discussing this topic. In my mind, if something is added on as a, as a surcharge or something as a, or a, in some cases, a temporary surcharge, the way that I thought about it was, that can be represented as something that's temporary. This is a temporary surcharge until the madness stops. Now, you know, a permanent 20% increase to the menu prices, that's it. It's baked in, it's done. So, you know. uh...
0: Okay. But the thing here is one, I'm not really seeing anything that it's a temporary surcharge 2 I'm not even necessarily saying that it has anything to do with the customer. It's all about the company. And also what, my main concern is what is happening to the actual people, the waiters, the servers? That was what, my next question. Wait, that's that's the one that I'm confused about because are they only getting tips now? Are they still covered? And this is an additional quote unquote bonus on top of their if, regular, what the if, fuck? They're the ones work- I'm concerned.
2: Out. If you work at 11 Madison Park, please, we wanted you to come on the show because I, I'm i looking at this. <clears throat> I'm looking at this other article from Eater New York. 11 Madison Park isn't ready to be a world class vegan restaurant. Forget about that fact that they went vegan um, and that they're literally, forget that. <laughs> their, their wait list is 50,000 people. Oh my
3: god what oh my god wait
2: what Fifty thousand 000 long this was back i guess in 2021 i <laughs> i don't know who the fuck is eating at 11 madison park oh you know who's eating there
1: the same like 30 people who've yeah. been going there and who you know somebody's palm yeah. is getting greased and they're the cool kids and that's what's happening and of the 50,000 to a night get brought in from that list
2: okay I don't know who's eating it at this place, but you have no soul. I, I, I can't just if I Justin, I legitimately if Justin, can, can it, with if Justin It's like waiting pearls, in line for a right fucking concert.
1: I, please I, please I don't ever say that name no on our show again. People. Please don't ever say that name on our show ever again.
3: I do really want to know, though, if the they no. changed their employees' pays based on this, though. Because the article doesn't say and I really want to know. Yeah,
0: that's what I want to know, because is this money actually going to the servers, the people that make the ship run, or is it just another way to put money into the packets of the higher ups? Why is the service industry,
1: why is the restaurant industry a black hole for this? Why is this the way that it is? This is literally an anachronism in, in how employees are compensated and taken care of. This is why, this is why, well, short, you know, losing limbs. This is why unions were invented uh, to a yeah. certain
2: extent. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I said it earlier as a joke, not as a joke. I said it earlier because I wasn't gonna say it again on the show, but god damn it, we need heads to roll at this point. This shit's ridiculous. It's a plant-based menu for thousands of dollars. And they're like, hey, we're not gonna lower our prices and now you also have to tip, which what's gonna happen? People are still gonna go, they're just not gonna tip. So you have fucked your employees, you have fucked your servers, and to hell with you, 11 Madison Park, to hell with you.
1: All right, I think maybe we should.
2: Somebody get us uh, out of this. Yeah, I I I, I think think we need to
1: pull out of the tail. I'm fucking, and pull out the. Dutch, Dustin's Okay, ju- we'll, Dustin. we'll save that Justin, for the next episode. Dustin's clutching his pearls now. He finally got his pearls out.
2: Uh, um. <laughs> All right, let's let's jump let's jump ahead real quick. Let's talk a little bit about restaurant delivery fees. Um, I saw this article uh, from the Hartford Current. Um, Pick it up campaign. Basically, restaurants are trying to get you to avoid um these awful delivery apps. You go to, you know, hey, you go to DoorDash, you go to Grubhub, you go to whatever the fuck they're called. You download the app, you order food, you think all that money is going to the restaurant. What's actually happening is 900% of that money is going to these Silicon Valley douche nozzles. And very little of it is going to the restaurant. In fact, most restaurants that have these apps are trying to begin to fight back because they're struggling to pay The ridiculous fees. They don't have margin anymore. So, number one for all of you listeners out there, delete all the apps from your phone. Never go to Eleven Madison Park restaurant. And fuck these people. (laughs) Also, Domino's. Did we talk about this?
3: No, the new commercial that came out. Please,
2: somebody talk about Domino's. I Uh, I gotta take a fucking blood pressure pill.
0: I was I was shocked. So I I don't watch TBA normally. I have on the rare, rare occasion, but I saw this yesterday, the other day before, and I was, wait, what? Wait, what did I see what I just thought I saw? They're paying me to get takeaway?
1: It's what? cheaper to give you a little spiff to come pick up your food than to get into the nightmare that is the ecosystem of delivery services that is 100% true. And I say that with, it's not direct experience for me, but it's very close to me. That is 1000% true. The the simple giving someone a $2 kickback or a dollar kickback to come pick up your own food, $3, I stand corrected, (laughs) versus getting into the disgusting shit show that it is to reconcile Grubhub and Uber Eats and all of that other stupidity this convenience based economy that's been carved out of thin air is shitty at best
2: and on that note I think uh, I think it's time to end um,
1: come here, Justin. I'm give glad me, you all give me a hug Justin come on you need, a hug, gonna... in, you need a hug bring it in boys bring it in even if we were in the same Justin. Come on. City, I wouldn't do You that need, you need a hug. Come on, bro.
2: Absolutely not. You know, I, really do, I really do, though. I really do. I I can't with this fucking shit. Um, well, all right, guys. Uh, If we're back next week, definitely follow us on all of the socials um, at Swig and Ramble uh, at Resident Pros. If you want to follow Mark, I wouldn't, but okay. No, uh, at the Wee Tipple, uh, at the Whiskey Editor, um, and then don't forget to follow at Beth at Wizard of Whiskey, at Swig and Ramble. Don't forget that one. That's the most important one. That's on all the most the social- important one. Instagram, the Twitters we are on, we are still tweeting. Um, I don't know.
0: Justin's the only one that twats. So wow,
2: (laughs) not sure that's a thing. I'm gonna Google that and find out. Um, (laughs) uh, Join us next time. Um, Nope not not typing not not saying that. Join us next time when we discuss those assholes who only want service people to be perfect in order to earn good gratuity.
0: Uh Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Follow us at Swig and
2: Ramble on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers!